my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about a new way to think about sleep that just might have you going to bed on time. I've long enjoyed Julie Morgenstern's books on organization and time management. I recently read her latest book, Time to Parent, and came away with all sorts of great ideas for upgrading the time I spend with my kids, some of which we'll talk about in later episodes. But one of the most memorable tips had more to do with adult life than kid life. We all know that as life gets busy, sleep can be one of the first things to go. We know the day will start when it starts, but we stay up later trying to cram in one more thing. Julie knows a good way to tackle this. Here's an interesting question I ask clients who stay up too late, she writes. Do you think of sleep as the end of one day or the beginning of the next? People who think of sleep as the end of the day often have trouble letting go at night, like the kid who refuses to leave a party for fear of missing out. Try flipping your thinking. When you view sleep as the start of the next day, you feel excited to charge up your batteries and fill your fuel tank for the next day's adventures. I think this is a great mindset shift. The day doesn't begin when your alarm clock goes off in the morning. The day begins when you close your eyes and start surrendering to sleep. If you want to get a jump on the next day, you get into bed. You're not admitting defeat at the end of the day. You're charging up to prepare for the day to come. Indeed, if you think about it, this is the way our clocks and calendars are structured. The new day begins at midnight, not at some point in the morning. Most of us spend the first six hours or so of each new day asleep. Rather than think that's strange, we're probably better off thinking that's the way it should be. Sleep is a necessary first part of the day, not an afterthought or a waste of time. And the more valuable we consider sleep, the more likely we are to put away the phone, turn off the TV, and get into bed. We invest in starting the next day in the strongest way possible. Do you think of falling asleep as the end of the day or the start of the next one? Please let me know. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, 
Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.